Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show by Michelle Squared, the podcast empowering entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and business brands on LinkedIn. The world's first and only book on LinkedIn company pages. And I thought I'd give our listeners a bit of insight into what they need to pay attention to for their LinkedIn company page going into this year, which I'm going to say it's still going to be a bit tricky as far as organic reach goes when it comes to your company page. But there are so many other things that we can do with our company page. And I was, you know, I just want to share some of my secrets if that's okay. It's more than okay. I'm actually the one saying, Michelle, we didn't cover Business Goal 2.0. We have to give it some play and some love because it is a huge book. It, again, is the only book to this day and hopefully ever on LinkedIn company pages because you and Lanier have just really done a really thorough job of updating it. How many years later? Was it two years later that he got the update? Yeah, absolutely. So much had changed in just two years that we thought, you know what, we better go back and update this. That is how much LinkedIn has put into company pages, all the new features. So I think one of the biggest changes over the last year with company pages was literally, you know, things like the admin view. So as a company page admin, the person who runs it, the things that you see behind the scene and they completely overhauled the layout, makes a lot more sense right now. You can find things easier before they just had stuff everywhere. In Australia, we'd say it was like a dog's breakfast. I don't know if you have that saying in the US, but essentially it just means it was just a mess. There was just stuff chucked everywhere. And so from that perspective, I'm so, I was so glad to see that. And now it's just making life so much easier for company page admin. So it's a big tick from us on that as far as LinkedIn goes, but they did a bunch of other things as well, which I think are going to be helpful. But again, I'm not going to say it's going to be easy if you're a solopreneur and, a, you know, running a company page. I want you to kind of think that, you know, it's going to be your greatest hits library, not something that you're going to be posting and getting conversations started. It's just not that easy anymore. Well, you know, you and I have both said this many times on the show that even if you are a company of one, a solopreneur, whomever, everyone should have a company page. Now, like we, we're going to talk about why you don't have to go overboard, but it looks a lot better. The branding, you show up in search and Google being all the search engines with that company page just gives you more free play and reach. Now, Michelle, I'll be honest, I'm kind of struggling with that right now. In fact, I was going to pick your brain, not on air, but I have a couple different company pages. And to be honest, I'm doing a really not the thorough job because I've got the brand therapist. I have my podcast one. I'm not even talking about ours. And then I just changed my creator community one to stand out women, the name of my new brand consultancy. And so I had 600 there. I have 500, 600 in the brand therapist. Do you think I have too many? Like, should I condense some? Am I overboard here? Look, it's a question that I get asked all the time. And the thing is, you've just hit the nail on the head is that the more that you create and separate everything, the more that it becomes a pain in the butt to keep up with the maintenance of everything. It is hard work to run a page, just one, if you then multiply it out, but then it becomes, a, my question is around the strategy behind it. So for instance, I've got a company page set up for my LinkedIn for B2B growth podcast, and I 
use that to turn over content and promote my podcast, but I'm not actively trying to grow it. I originally just set it up so that I could tag my podcast in posts where people say, does anyone know a great LinkedIn podcast? And I could tag the LinkedIn branding show. I could tag LinkedIn for B2B growth podcast. And that's why I love those. But I also know that I'm not spending time promoting my business there. It is purely and simply, I have a clear strategy for it. I'm not actively sending out invites. It just grows organically. And there's some content there that promotes the podcast. I would say for most people that are listening to this, less is more. So the fewer pages that you have, the better it's going to be just because you'll put more effort into one place and get better returns than trying to spread yourself too thin. But again, it always comes down to strategy. If you're not trying to grow it and it's just so you can tag it or things along those lines, show it on your work experience, these kinds of things, then it's fine to have it spread. But if you want to get some kind of, you know, return on the time that you're putting into it, then, you know, less is definitely more. So well, you say all the time the greatest hits, but I don't think I've ever asked you if you were going to put a number in the greatest hits. Is that once a week, twice a month? What are your strategies on that? Yeah. So for those who haven't heard me talk about the greatest hits, what I'm saying is with your company page, you are just going to make sure that what goes over there just shows the best of the best, all killer and no filler, as my friend Trevor Young said one day when I was on his podcast. And I love that. So you're not trying to just do stuff for the sake of it. Now, Michelle, one of my secret tips that I'd love to give our listeners and to you as well, is that if you can't keep up, there's this amazing button on LinkedIn called repost, which you can repost as your company page. Now, what I do is I take some of my personal posts or posts that I see around the place and just hit repost. Now, does that help me get reach? Is it seen by more people? Absolutely not. There's no evidence to support that. But what it does is if someone visits my company page, and as I said, we call it the greatest hits library, what they'll see is content there. They're not worried about whether it was originally posted on Michelle J. Raymond or on B2B Growth Co. They just look and they see. So it looks like you're active. So that's a really easy way to keep up with content turning over. As far as numbers, I think for smaller pages, you know, if you've got 500 connections or less, once a week is more than enough. If you want to grow it, obviously three times a week is what I would recommend. But just, you know, think about if someone discovers your page, they land on it what impression are you creating by having no content there? And so for most of us, we've got so much content over on our personal profile that we never repurpose or reuse. And bringing it across to your greatest hits library is a great way to fill your company page, get more out of what you've already created. And so that's some of the strategies that I use to keep the company page ticking over without like, you know, tripling your work or more. I love that reminder. Thank you for that. Because that's something I've been really internally struggling with. And like for you, I'm really torn between having it to tag. But I'm also very uh, aware and vulnerable to the fact that, you know, I can't let it be a blank ghost town, right? So there's a happy medium. And um, if you're, let me ask you this. So do you find the ability to tag is like more preferred for you? Like while you have it than, you know, trying to do it once a month, like which one do you care more about the tagging or once a month? Greatest yeah, hits? Definitely with my podcast, it is all about the tagging. And so I'm really clear around that. And I, again, I'm creating so much content around my podcast that it's really easy for me to just repurpose and keep it there for things like, 
you know, if I was to look at what we've created, so currently we've got the LinkedIn branding community, we've got one for the podcast and one for the book. Would it be better if they were all in one place? Maybe, but I, I still think that it is a, a more of an advantage for products, whether it's podcasts or books, to be able to tag them. So I'm on board and it might be a YouTube channel or something that people have or a community. So I'm all on board for that. If you know that there's questions that pop up on LinkedIn often going, nominate your favorite podcast, nominate your favorite, you know, LinkedIn book. Uh, I want to be able to go and put that there and drive people back. So should I be doing more work on some of these? Absolutely. And I think that's part of the refining of the of my strategy over the coming year is where is the best use of my time? Where am I getting a return on that time? And is it having multiple pages? Is that really helping by just being able to tag? Maybe it's not. And maybe it's just better to consolidate them all, which you can do on LinkedIn. So if you've gone and created multiple pages and then realize, yeah, but you don't want to lose all of the community that you've built, the good news is you can consolidate them. So if you need help with that, just reach out to me. I've but done that before. And it is definitely because I was creating all these company pages in the beginning, then I started realizing and now I'm starting to realize my ways that I just had one. So I've got to really decide, do I want to consolidate or do I want the tag? And that for me, and it also too, Michelle, it is nice to be able to, you know, to post sometimes and comment as that, but also I don't want brand confusion too. That's another thing. So I've, I've got a really soul search for me. So that's why I really kind of in, in the moment ask you these questions because I know we have listeners. This is the exact same things they're thinking too. So what yeah. else did we miss in the book? What else did we, did you notice that were some of the big updates that we should share today? Look, I think the biggest thing and the biggest change is that we know that company posts are not showing in the home feed as much. A quick scroll of the home feed for yourself, you'll notice that you'll probably see an ad every fourth post or something like that, mostly personal, maybe some groups thrown in there for fun. But ultimately, it is mostly personal posts that we're seeing in that feed. So if company pages aren't showing in the feed, then what do we do? And you've got a couple of different options. And I, I you know, we wrote probably one of the sections that got updated the most in Business Gold 2.0, the second edition, was all about how do you build a community if the posts don't show in the feed. My advice for people is to explore things like your LinkedIn events. So whether it is your LinkedIn lives, LinkedIn audios, these kinds of things are a great way because you can use the invitations to draw people across. And so therefore you're not relying on a post showing up in the feed. The other thing is building up subscribers, whether that is with your LinkedIn newsletter, which is a great way to do it uh, because if people have their notifications turned on when you put the newsletter out, it gets directed to everyone that's subscribed. And also, you know, making sure that you encourage people to go and ring the bell on your company page. What do I mean by that? Top right-hand corner of your company page and profiles is a little bell and you can go to that and click on it and get notified of every time that a post goes out. And I think that's something as a company page admin, you have to remind people that that option is there. And then that way they'll get a notification. And again, you're not fighting in a home feed. It, no love is coming for company pages. Do not think that all of a sudden LinkedIn are gonna change their mind and start giving you options for company pages are magically gonna show in the home feed. It's not happening. You're gonna see them promoting the boost feature more and more, which is you know pay to play. Well, we're seeing that in lots of the features on LinkedIn 
you know, the changes that they're making. I don't blame them. We've had a pretty good free ride on LinkedIn for 20 years now. And I think somebody's just woken up to, hey, why aren't we doing this? And I'm sure that they're going to make a lot more money out of it. Absolutely. We see that with some of the premium features too. We know it's documented that reaches down on the personal side, company side, but it's even more important to be here, build that brand. It's where business conversations happen. So you have to have that presence and build a brand awareness. I think the whole concept of social media, you know, even TikTok is waning. A heyday of social media when everyone had so much reach. So we have to find more creative ways, strategies, and you've given us a lot of good ones. And one of my favorite ways to do with my company page is just comment. When every time I go in my comments sometimes and do those or share links, I get more followers. So when you put it into play in the in the public feeds, it's a it's a definite way. So you've got to find a balance, just like everything. And I know you are the expert in this. You're going to continue to share with us as the year comes on. We'll have more episodes, what we see in company pages. And of course, it's all about the power of two, Michelle. That's how you and I met more than three years ago. We don't have one without the other. They're together. You know, they build more for us. So I'm excited about that. Absolutely. So I've given everyone lots of actionable tips in this episode, but Michelle, do you have one that you would like to add in here before we wrap this up? I'm going to go on two extremes. If you don't have a company page, definitely set one up. You know, Michelle just gave you strategies on how you can keep it minimal. And if you're someone like me who has a couple too many, as Michelle said, to realize what is the strategy? Why are you really using it? Is it for tagging? There's a lot of different ways we can use it. And do, do you really need three? or two or whatever. So take a good look at that and decide. And then I'll even try to do a link, Michelle. I think there's a link out there on how you can combine pages and they're really helpful. I've done it twice with LinkedIn because I may have had more than, you know, I've done this before. So I might have a problem with collecting company pages. <laughs> and web domains, but that's yes. a story for another day. Yes, but... it is, but you yeah, can do I... it and they're nice. And so I'll put a link to that. So those are my action items. Excellent. Well, I think that's a pretty comprehensive overview that we've given people on company pages. If we're not connected, make sure that you reach out to Michelle and I and connect with us. The details are in the show notes and you'll see lots more company page tips and branding tips come through. And I think if you just throw your hands in the air and think, oh, it's a waste of time, then you are going to miss out on opportunities to really get that power of two, as we always say, or your personal brands and your company brands, working them together. So yeah, don't ignore your company page. That's the best advice that I can give people. So I think that's us done, Michelle. That's perfect advice. All right, everybody, keep putting yourself out there. Thanks for tuning in today. More people like you need to be out there on LinkedIn, building their personal and business brands. So we would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can create more impact with the power of two. That's it for this week. Till next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.